Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. Um, you know, I <laughs> just watch, a, I guess, one of these upcoming stand-up comics um, do some open floor type jokes where they, you know, get people from the audience and, you know, ask stuff about them or just kind of give people, let people throw prompts at them. Um, and they just kind of riff, you know, they go off um, and, and uh, try to make something funny out of it. And this guy did vegans, and he made the comment that, yeah, like, vegans, for, for people, you know, who are, you know, supposed to be really against meat and against animal products, they surely do have a lot of products that look a lot like the like the meat products that they're so against. Like, you've got fake chicken, you've got fake uh, um, bacon, burgers, like, you have everything a meat, a person, an omnivore eats, but, you know, it's like, hey, you know, um, who was it, Jim Gaffigan, I think, made a joke about it a while ago, he's like, yeah, I, yeah I'd like a salad, and uh, can you dress it up like a cow? Because, like, vegans really do, there's a lot of vegans out there that will, that just eat stuff that looks like a, something, you know, like a meat product, it's like, cool, that's not weird at all. You know, we know you miss meat products. Like, it's okay. Um, also, veganism isn't, like, the healthiest thing in the world. And don't let anybody convince you otherwise. Because those, you know, vegan products, though they may not have any, you know, they're not, they may not have any meat in them, uh, they can still contain high amounts of fat and sugars. Not good for you. Like, you, your fat shouldn't really take up more than, definitely shouldn't take up more than 30% of your diet. That is definitely way above the limit. Um, so, I'm just saying, like, it's, there's a lot of fats and sugars sometimes in these, in these foods that they come up with, and it's like, wow, I was better off just eating my regular, you know, my regular diet, like, why did I have to become vegan? This is worse for me, <laughs> you know? So sometimes that can happen. I'm not saying all that's all vegan foods, but a lot of, I do notice that is a thing in a lot of vegan, you know, alternative food. Um, but hey, I love vegans, man. I'm like, if you, if that's how you, you know, think you're going to have a healthy lifestyle and it works for you. Okay, cool. You know, go for it. I say, um, my thing is always be smart and do all your research and don't just do something because you saw a documentary about it and suddenly you're inspired. Don't do that shit. That doesn't ever last long. It doesn't. Most people generally just quit that stuff. And I mean, a lot of people quit that stuff. It's like a New Year's resolution type type hype. It's like, oh, I saw this documentary. I'm like, now I'm like all about vegan, you know, like, no, don't don't do that ever. So I think I've kind of fallen for more foreign music recently, like I've been kind of enjoying it because um, I went back and listened to the original version of Volare and it is indeed Italian. It is actually Italian. And I, I guessed that right when I was listening to it the first few times, I was like, this is Italian because I uh, I heard the Barry White rendition of it, obviously. Who else would I hear it from? <laughs> and you know I liked his version, but hearing going back and hearing the original version, I was like, wow, this is amazing. It really is because I, for me, it's to see. It really shows the style of Barry White. When you listen to the, I want like if you're gonna if you want to participate in an experiment with me, listen to the original version. You know, uh, by Mr. Domenico Furk. I forgot his last name. Um, mm, it should be my recent Google search history. 
Come on, Google, do your thing. Why are you so... In- oh, my gosh. Technology has been really slow. Uh, Domenico Magdugno. That may not be the right pronunciation. I'm not Italian, so don't expect me to pronounce it correctly. But M-O-D-U-G-N-O. I just hit the wall. That hurt. Uh, that is his name. And that was, it was just a really nice song. And I could sing along with some of it because I, I've, I've been meaning to try to learn some of the lyrics. Um, and hearing it, hearing him sing it, because um, Barry White has a very deep voice, and he is from a, he has kind of uh, an accent, obviously, uh, more of like a southern kind of accent. Uh, so with that, you know, it's kind of hard to understand sometimes what he says. Because he just has such that abnorm- like that abnormally deep voice, and hearing him speak, you know, singing a foreign language is kind of like okay. But hearing somebody who is, you know, from from that place, you know, from Italy, and actually, you know, made the song, hearing him sing it, okay, I can understand the pronunciation about some of these words a little bit. And also, I think I looked up some lyrics, and somebody did not have the lyrics right because they spell. I think they went through and tried to manually spell some of these words because they got a lot of them wrong, you know. And I'm looking through the comment sections and all this stuff of people who actually speak the language and they're given the lyrics. And I'm like, oh, that's what that word is. It's not actually what the other person put in the official lyric. So I need to go back and try to uh, find some better lyrics because it, that, that really does kind of annoy me. Because I have, so in my music app on my phone, I have, there's a, actually a, a portion if you you know if you're playing playing a current song, you can actually insert the lyrics, so it just has lyrics there for if you ever want to look at the lyrics every time you play the song. So I've been trying to go through some of my favorite songs, or at least songs that I don't know the lyrics so well to, and put the lyrics in, or just put the lyrics in for the sake of the lady for when you know she's riding with me, and I'm like, if she happens to find a song that she likes, you know that I'm playing because I play a lot of old school. Um, that she's never heard before <laughs> so <laughs> um and that's my that's been you know that's been our thing is like me educating her on like black music so um i try to have lyrics on my phone so she can understand some of what's being said if she doesn't because you know hearing the song hearing a song for the first time you're pretty da- you're pretty um bound to you know mishear some words and you're like what lobster i'm like no he said mobster, not lobster. You know, stuff like that. We've all had those moments as kids and adults where, like, mishearing a lyric. Because um, I had that when I was listening to Volati for the first time. And because I don't speak Italian, and I'm not Italian. So as far as I know, I'm not Italian. <laughs> um, but I don't, you know, since I don't speak Italian, I don't really know Italian that well. I do know it has, you know, some similarities to Spanish, and I kind of picked up on that when I was listening to it, I'm like, this is either, this is one or the other. And I'm, I, I kind of lean towards um, Italian. I don't know what made me think that, but I'm glad I was right. I really was. I'm, I'm glad I was right. Oh, man. But it's been, I think for me it started with, um, it really caught on with like 99 Luftballons. That is a, um, that's an old German song. I think it was a, I think it was a pop song back in its day. Um, there's an American version, 99 Red Balloons. I've never heard it. I don't plan to because 
from what people said, it's like it's terrible because, and that's one thing I, I really don't like is when songs are originally written in another language and are translated to English for the sake of us, I guess. Um, I prefer to listen to the song in the original, um, the original language, because I can always look up lyrics and find a translation and be like, oh, this is what this is saying. And the reason why I, I'm so against that sometimes is because languages have certain phrases sometimes for conveying feelings, like a very specific action or, action or feeling, you know, or relationship. Like sometimes they have better words for that, that they don't, that does, they don't exist in English. Because um, I have a friend, she is from... Um, she speaks Malay, you know, so because she lives in Malaysia, and she speaks like she speaks seven languages, which is still crazy in my mind, but you know, that's pretty cool. English is one of them, and so like she talks, she's talked about that a few times, um, about how like certain phrases in that exist in Malay don't exist in. English because it's just, I don't know, it's it's a cultural thing, right? It's a cultural expression. You know, just like we have our cultural expressions. Like, oh, I screwed the pooch. But if you told that to a foreigner, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Somebody would definitely look at you kind of funky and weird, most definitely weird, and be like, what are you talking about? So, you know. Um, and trans so trying to translate something like that to English is kind of stupid. There's a song, oh, there's a song I recently got, I really listened to today, because I just had to hear it, and it was, if anybody knows the um, the guy that has the pizza place, who does a lot of TikToks, I guess I saw, I see a lot of him on Instagram, because again, I don't really have a TikTok, so, uh, what is the name of the song? Uh, I, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. But it's, it's an acoustic of a guy singing in Spanish. I'm sure somebody at least at some point thought it was Italian, but it is Spanish. Um, and this guy always gives up some motivational, you know, kind of things. He gives out some motivational advice um, or some like good life advice sometimes during his... Uh, during his TikToks or Reels, and it's just him, you know, making pizza, but, you know, he's got subtitles over it because he's not actually, he doesn't actually speak as far as I've seen his stuff. He, I've never seen him actually speak about any of this stuff, but I find it pretty cool. I've, over the time, over the, over the, uh, over the months, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. But I listened to that song, and it's it's in Spanish. It's by two young boys, and... They, it is a sad song because I, I saw the lyrics and I was like oh because I already got the feeling from the, the music and the way that they were singing I was like oh this is, this is it was sadder than I thought the song is actually about um, how the, 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 the guy felt after the girl that he loved like absolutely destroyed his feelings like destroyed not just like broke his heart no destroyed his feelings and uh that was ooh good song though i don't i try not to i don't listen to a lot of breakup music and stuff like that because again 
you guys have heard me talk about music like that. Music can be very powerful and very influential, and listening to a lot of breakup songs, especially when you're in a relationship, can kind of change your mindset a little bit um, and definitely bring up some avoidable conflicts, you know, because it can absolutely cause you to act a little bit cold towards your your significant other, um, which is why I don't get too in, enveloped in stuff like that. You know, when I was single, absolutely, I would listen to breakup songs, but since I'm not, and, you know, I like where I am, I'm not going to listen to breakup songs because it doesn't apply to my life. I listen to music that kind of, I, I tend to listen to music that does apply, that, you know, that applies to my life and my current situations. And I'm like, I'm not heartbroken. I'm not sad. Nobody broke my heart. You know, I'm not really suffering right now. Um, Relationship-wise, I wish my body was a little bit better, but not not like in the physique sense, but in the health sense, because uh, years of doing too much eventually catches up. I mean, I'm fine. Thankfully, I'm not broken anything, but um, I might have hurt my other elbow in the gym. Not it wasn't. I don't think it was in the gym, but it definitely did not feel good um, when I went to the gym. Like a couple, I don't know when. But, oh, man, that was, it was, it was bad. It was bad, man. I was just like, oh, yeah, let's go to the gym. Let's do some push exercises. Because I was like, man, I don't really want to do a specific, you know, muscle group. So I'm like, let's just do a push day, you know. Because I was like, let's, yeah, just do push, push exercises. Because I've got a couple exercises already had in my head, you know, for chest and for shoulders. And I'm like, well, these are push. So let's just throw in a few more with push. So we'll just have a nice push day. Um, and as I'm doing like a tricep, um, I guess it's technically like a tricep pull down, but it, it, you are pushing, uh, you're making a pushing motion, but whatever. But I was, uh, I, but I was doing this exercise, I was doing it with really light weight. And I was noticing like, man, my elbow feels kind of weird. Um, and so I think it was the tendon, and I'm just resting, I've been resting it. I've been doing some um, pull exercises at home with my bicep to kind of strengthen the other side of this arm um, because I don't know how the tendon is going to be feeling and I don't need to be pushing my pushing that arm or my arms I guess too much at this point because I you know gotta stay fresh man we can't I don't I don't want to get injured I gotta work you know gotta make some money gotta work can't be injured it's too costly. I'm not a professional athlete or anything like that, but I just don't like being injured and having to sit down and not be able to do anything, you know? Um, I mean, the last time I did, like when I had originally, when I had that issue of um, my my elbow and having tennis elbow, um, when I told you guys about that, yeah, like... I couldn't bend my arm in. Luckily, I could play my keyboard. I didn't want to because I was just, I was on pain meds and a little drowsy from NyQuil, so my brain couldn't function enough to make a song. So, you know, that was, that just wasn't an option. Oh, man. Oh, so, you know, I just, uh, I wish I didn't, I wish injuries weren't always looming over your head because like it's always a possibility no matter how safe you are no matter how good you are at exercising or working out 
like we're still all susceptible to injuries. Like it's it's bound to happen at some point or another. So you're bound to get hurt. You know, um, you can lessen the severity by you know focusing on form and, and practicing proper safety. But it's at some point you're going to get hurt, and it may be something minor. Hopefully, it's something minor. Some people, for other people, it's something major. It's like other people, it's more severe. Um, but we always hope any any injuries or stuff like that. Or we, we're hoping that we just get hurt because being hurt and an injury and having an injury is different. Because being hurt, you know, it's quick. Usually a quick recovery doesn't really take that long. You know, in the moment it's like, oh man, it's kind of painful. But after like a little bit, after a short while, it's gone. Injuries though take a while to heal, and you know the pain is is it's very present, and it takes a while to, for that to go away, and it takes a while for you to get your movement and mobility back in whatever area you were injured in so but injuries take a while to heal i've had injuries but i've also been hurt i've had both i've I've been i've had both i've been hurt and i've had injuries neither are fun neither are fun but i'm recovered from both for now Hopefully I don't have any more injuries in my life and I just get hurt. You know, I'll, I'll take getting hurt because I can handle getting hurt. Because getting hurt takes like a couple days of rest and you're good to go. But getting injured sometimes can take weeks, months, for others years to heal. And I don't, I don't want to be laid up for years because that's the, year, like the, the, the years is what I have an issue with or even months sometimes because of, you know, atrophied muscles and stuff like that I don't like that you know for the muscle to shrink and lose all its progress because oh I couldn't work out so now this pe- this section is weak and I have to focus on getting that up to speed with the rest of my body you know and that can be a very long and depressing process sometimes because it's like this was a very strong part of my body at some point it was strong like the rest of my body but now it's behind because I couldn't use it um and for me that's what I felt <laughs> During those during those like couple days that I was like I had to rest my arm because I was like oh I got tennis elbow. <laughs> As a person who's very used to being able to go to the gym every day, um, or at least you know a few times a week, you know consistently throughout the week, it's just like it really it felt bad because I was like man I really I don't want this I don't want to lose what I all the progress I made. Because I've been working, you know, I've been working out for years, you know. I have a certain level of strength that I wouldn't have had I not been working out for so long and maintained, you know, a, a solid workout regimen. You know, I could have just come home and become a couch, you know, become a couch potato. But I didn't do that. I just decided to keep working and keep working out. So, you know, I don't want to ruin any progress I've made because <sighs> that would be sad for me to see it go you know I cannot wait to take a vacation I just can't sometimes you know life is uh, life can be rough sometimes and I personally uh, I think in my as I getting as I'm getting a little bit older, I think it's absolutely necessary to take vacations. You know, take vacations and take take rest. 
if it's not a vacation, if you're not really going anywhere, just take rest, you know, just take a day and do nothing. I mean, take at least one day out of your month, every month, and do nothing. Do nothing. Just don't do a single thing. And make plans for it, too. Like, make sure it's, it's you know, it's blocked out and everybody around you who relies on you normally through the work week or sometimes, even sometimes on the weekend, let them know, like, hey, I'm not going to be available. I'm, I'm taking some well-needed rest. Don't talk to me. Don't text me. Don't call me unless you're dying. And work especially. Like, make sure people at work... No. Well, I mean, you don't even have to technically let them know, especially if it's your, if it's your off day, it's your off day. Don't answer the phone. Don't pick up the phone. You're not obligated to pick up phones and answer calls on your days off. The only occupations I would say that would be not a thing is, you know, military, first responder, people who work security, because I've used to work security, and I'm like, you, yeah, you, you're on call 24-7, so... You should be available to be up and working and whatnot, and that was that was within the policy. That was a policy that was established, so it's not like something that they just said. You know, for like you know, like if you worked at McDonald's, you're like, oh, you know, we may need you. I'm like, keep so keep your phone on. We may call you. No, no. There's a difference between people failing to plan for a shortage, a staff, you know, a short staff, and you know, people who. Uh, start professions that you know would absolutely require you know backup in a sense because um, of you know life or death situations or in security's case just a more serious situation uh, so you know I don't know I just I want today to be over. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. I want today to be over. I want to go home and just relax. I want to be able to go home and relax. But I can't because, yay, hooray, I'm not home. Um, nor am I close to home. But it's fine. I will. I'll survive. You know, some days some days get like this. And uh, I'll get through it. I'm pretty sure I have something to keep me occupied while I'm here. Oh, man. And I wish I could tell you guys about this stuff, really. Tell you my experiences and whatnot. But, you know, alas, I can't. I cannot. I cannot. But I thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Um, I'm hoping that this schedule keeps up and that I don't forget about it. Because if I if I have forgotten about it, whoops. <laughs> That's all I gotta say is whoops. Sometimes this content creation can be overwhelming, and I don't feel like it. I feel like doing it some days, um, even though I should absolutely keep doing it those days. Because you know you guys deserve some some consistent content from me. So I want to do it right, and I want to you know do it good for you guys. So, but thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember to love is patient. I'll see you guys in the next. Uh, episode, peace.